Welcome to the Making Jobs Podcast, where we talk about car repair, business ownership, and everything in between. I'm your host, Matt Hernandez, founder and owner of Matt's Mobile Mechanics. And I'm your co-host, Tyler Schultz, with Witness Security. So without further ado, let's get the show on the road. Welcome back, job makers. Morning. Been a couple weeks. <clears throat> yeah, well, not for them it hasn't. Oh, you did a podcast without me? No, I did not. But <laughs> oh yeah, because uh, we have a week delay. So that's right. <clears throat> yeah, so this one will come out at, right after the the last one that was released. So <laughs> so they they'll have no explanation for why there was none the week before the this one, something like that. I don't know. Two weeks ago for them. Well, a week ago for us now. But by the time this airs, two weeks ago, we're time travelers. <laughs> sure. That's what it is. <clears throat> we travel the times. Um, technically, everyone's a time traveler. I mean, you are traveling through time. Sure. Just only in one direction. Yes. And we're all traveling at the same rate, more or less. Unless you're a dog. Mm, sure. <laughs> then seven... Years for every one year. That's which isn't. That seems inaccurate. <clears throat> I don't understand why people do that. They say, you know, that uh, that for every year a dog, dog gets seven years. Yeah, a dog gets seven years. Why don't you just say dogs just don't live as long? Like it's not that they age that much. Fat. Like it's not like a direct exact comparison. So no. it's not like when a dog is one year old that it's actually seven years old. I mean, in that case, Bella's fourteen. Yeah, but also in that case, in that case, if you have like like a one year old dog, could can have puppies. So she's having them at seven. Yeah. So if that's the case, y'all need to like you stop this nonsense with allowing these like child predators roaming around. That's another thing too. What if there's like a like it'd be perfectly acceptable for like a five year old dog to hook up with like a one-year-old dog Mm -hmm. i mean that would be and i'm sure that some breeders probably even you know commonly will practice that right oh yeah but a five-year-old dog is like 35 if we're going to use that logic so my point is stop saying that dog years are different than human years (laughs) they're just they're just animal they're different animals that's all that's all i'm trying to say and also some dogs it's different like some dogs don't have as long of a lifespan. You know, like, uh, usually it's like large dogs, like big dogs, like uh, Irish wolfhounds. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> they only have like a lifespan of, you know, an average lifespan of like eight years. I've got they a customer that has a couple of Irish wolfhounds. <clears throat> those are cool dogs, but they don't live They're very cool. long. But man, those things are huge. They're big. Yeah. I wanted, I've wanted one. I wanted one so bad when I was younger, like in my early Great 20s. Great Danes also have a short lifespan too. Yeah. Yeah, and you know those big breeds, they, they typically die of bone cancer. That's usually what gets them. I heard Great Danes, uh, they have a brain thing. <clears throat> yeah, um, I heard that, like, a bone cancer is a common thing, and then they get, like, some brain thing. And then also there's, uh, I guess, sometimes their stomachs can flip. <coughs> and But anyways, Same meanwhile... Same uh, uh, Doberman Pinchers. <clears throat> They've got a brain thing that uh, they're brain gets too big for their head 
Well, that's inconvenient. Meanwhile, Chihuahuas live to be like 16 years old. Kind Very of, annoying. Yeah. <laughs> I keep joking about the fact that... Uh, oh, yeah. Mulan. I was going to say, because you, you, you have a Chihuahua like Minpin mix. And I'm like, yeah, she's not going to live very long. I mean, she's already getting gray in her in her uh, beard area. She's not going to live very long. Rachel's like, yeah, but Alicia's dog lived till... She uh, was 13, and she was she was actually, you know, if we had like... She if we were blinding, or she was getting blind. Yeah. If we were like the type of people that would like go take their dog to the vet for every little thing, we probably could have extended her life another three years, but... I think that's pointless. Well, I, I think I'm <clears throat> not one of those people, but I'm not far off because I'm taking Bella to the vet this morning. Well, I mean, that's one thing. She's got a, something going on with her eye. But right. the Chihuahua, I knew what was wrong with her. She was freaking old. You know? <laughs> she had, <laughs> I didn't need to take her to the vet to get... Um, we had this one dog one time that we adopted, and... Um, we only adopted her because she was an old dog, and she was at the shelter, and we knew that. Um, yeah, I'll take I'll take one, a Black Rifle Coffee Company, <clears throat> um, espresso mocha can. Um, apparently, this week is also sponsored by Black Rifle Coffee Company. And, <laughs> and these these sayings and are by, amazing. And by sponsored, I mean they pay us no money. I have to pay for these, and uh, <laughs> we talk about them for free. <laughs> um, it's how about this? Uh, this podcast is fueled by Black Rifle Coffee Company. It considering sure is. I slept for like three hours last night. Anyhow, so we got this dog. <clears throat> it was um, a Yorkie, you know, Yorkshire Terrier, and uh, and uh, it was old. Like we went to the we went to the um, we went to adopt this dog because we, I think. We only had, or we we had a we had an opening basically in our lineup, and whenever we were in Virginia, and so we went to the animal shelter, and uh, this dog was like she was an old dog, and we knew she was old, and and we knew she probably would not get like adopted because she was like estimated to be like twelve years old or something. They didn't know exactly how old she was, um, so we adopted her, and because I figured you know she's probably not gonna last that long anyways, but also. Um, you know, that way she doesn't have to die in like a concrete cell. She can like die at a house. I, th- I think we had her for like three weeks before she died. Like a week after we got her, we noticed that she wasn't like digesting food and stuff very well. So we went to the vet. <clears throat> also as in Virginia, it is required. Like if you get an animal from the animal shelter, you have to go in and get them spayed if they aren't already. So, um, like, case, it's, in that case, why not have a doctor on hand? I don't know, but that. what they do, and maybe because they didn't have the facilities, but what they do is if you adopt a dog there, they give you basically a coupon and it costs like 20 bucks to get the dog spayed or whatever. So, like, they they subsidize it. So, it's not like they're, you have to go and spend $80 or whatever it is that's cheaper, I guess. So, so we go to this vet to, to do that. And, um, and if you don't, like, you can get like a ticket. Like, and, and you know, the, the, um, the, the vet or the animal shelter keeps track of that too. Like they'll, like, if you don't, if the, if the vet doesn't say, Hey, this animal got spayed or whatever, then they'll, they'll alert animal control on you. And then they come out to your house, they'll come out to your house and they'll give you a ticket. It's, it's kind of dumb. You also have to have a, 
you can only hold, have three. Most counties have so, like you have to register your dog. <coughs> Mulan has been spayed. Uh, Bella has also been spayed. Mulan has a tattoo. <coughs> Bella is not. Hmm. And I thought that it was <coughs> common practice that if a dog or a female dog has been spayed, they put a tattoo on her belly, which I think I saw. Did Honey get spayed? No. Any of your dogs out there get spayed? None of that are out there now. I swear I saw another dog recently that had a tattoo on on his belly. Oh, it was Java. That was Liette's dog. Uh, Well, yeah, I have been practicing my tattoo uh, skills on my dogs. Cool. (laughs) No, actually, I haven't. Um, You can buy tattoo kits for like farm animals and stuff. It's it's a way to mark animals. You go to Atwood's buy it. Anyhow, yeah, maybe uh. It was Liette's dog. That I, now that I ever think about it. Maybe Anyways. they forgot to do Bella. They just like put her under and then never actually did it. That would be very inconvenient. <laughs> you would notice. She uh, she, she should be dripping. She should have been leaking by now. Yeah, um, well, actually, it would have probably been out while she was out at your place. <clears throat> so. Yes, yeah, so maybe she wouldn't. Have, maybe we didn't notice. Who knows? We didn't have any male dogs for. The, a lot of the time that she was there, so. Bummer. Not no, not, not really. Yeah. <laughs> Good thing. <laughs> um, especially because the male dog that was of breeding age was her brother. Um, which, again, not. <laughs> yeah. We had my, uh, my grandparents had these basset hounds that, um, that one of the dogs had a litter of puppies with her father. And most of those puppies were like, I mean, basset hounds are already not like the brightest of dogs. They're already kind of dopey dogs. And these puppies were a special kind of basset hound. I'm telling you, (laughs) just, they were dumb. Uh, Anyway, so we we have this Yorkie and it turns out, you know, the vet says, oh, she's way older than 12. He's like, he's like, my estimation is she's at least 14 or 15. And he's like, she's got kidney failure and would need dialysis. And they're like, we can give you, we can put her on dialysis and it might make her live another six months. And it was going to cost like, I don't know, like $500 a month to do this dialysis. I'm going to pass. Yeah. Or they're like, or we could prescribe you these pain medications and then, you know, she won't feel much pain and it'll help her a little bit and then she'll probably die in the next you know who knows a week or two or something like that and i was like how much are the pain meds and they're like you know 25 bucks and i was like we'll go that route (laughs) (laughs) i think the dog's dog's 15 already um and at least she's not in the shelter so and i was like from what i understand too like why not just uh go the other route of uh a total of a hundred bucks probably for the vet to just give her a shot that just yeah well that's the thing is like i i think yeah i think it was it would cost more to euthanize her put her to sleep yeah so now we just we just had her later (laughs) matthew at the time was only like I don't know, four or something. And we were on our neighbor's back porch. We had uh, some pretty cool neighbors and we were having, uh, uh, we're having dinner with them. And Matthew was playing in our backyard. And then he just like comes over. He's like, something's wrong with, I forget the dog's name. 
It's like something's wrong with her, and he's like carrying her, and she's like just flopping like left and right, and I'm like, oh, she's carrying her. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She's like she's not moving, (laughs) and starts walking. Why were you throwing rocks at her? And I was like, uh, so I was like, she she died. (laughs) I think it was his first like like real intimate experience with death was when he carried that rag doll of a dog over to us. Uh, Anyway. It's kind of like that story or uh, that joke that Jeff Fox really does. She ran away. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yeah, that's what I should have been like. Oh, let's uh, we'll 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 just set her over here. Nah, kids have to kids have to understand death. uh, Honestly, It, it it tends to be able to translate to kids better when they experience it involving animals. Like it's it's a more see I don't have a problem with death itself. I've got a problem with having to go to the funeral of somebody that I've known, whether it's for five minutes, yeah, or five years or ten years. <clears throat> I don't care. It's a long funeral. Well, the, the person that I've known. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but every funeral I've been to. And I'm a pretty, pretty good when it comes to uh, not breaking down. But for some reason, I break down at every funeral I go to. It's just like, I have a hard time. Yeah, funerals are weird. And and I almost like don't want, like, I've I've thought about like writing in my will, like, because if I'm dead, it doesn't matter to me. You don't have to go, but it's the funerals aren't really for the deceased. They're for no. the the people that are alive, yep. and and they're grieving and I don't know. It's, they are always weird. I um uh <clears throat> like I didn't go to I didn't go to um, your father in law's funeral, not because I don't know. It's just funerals are weird, and it was uh, during the thick of COVID. That too, but I still, I mean, I still probably could have gone. Um, I didn't go to Bob DeGroote's funeral either, and that would have, you know, it, I, I, I knew him better than I knew your your father-in-law. <clears throat> and um, I don't know, it's just, the thing is, is, I think what it is, particularly with like Bob's funeral, Bob DeGroote, is that his, non, none of his family really knew me that well. And so, like, I would literally be going just for me. Like, because if I lock up to them, I'm like, I'm so sorry for your loss. They'd be like, what, how's this guy, you know? Well, they know who you are. But yeah, they know who I am, but they'll be like, well, what's this guy got to do? Like, he didn't. So any, like, any time that I talk with Bob is usually, at, like, uh, outside of the Sunday school class, because Matthew went, was, you know, in his Sunday school class. And then, uh, I mean, I went to, the, went to Bill Hausman's funeral, obviously, because <clears throat> Darcy... Her, it was uh, very, very close with my mom. So, and I could, and Darcy knew me. And so, like, I, I felt like, felt like I could actually go there and, you know, offer condolences and it be understood a little bit better because, like, Darcy knew me versus if I went and was talking with, like, Bob's family, it, he would, they would, people would be like, yeah, this guy's just here just to be here. I don't know. Funerals are weird. <clears throat> they are. Very partic- uh, particularly weird. Hey, that's not. Uh, I was gonna. 
let's let's I guarantee you that's not the subject we were <coughs> it is we're not yeah i didn't even know we were, we we're going to talk about death that's a way one way to open it up let's just <laughs> start talking about dogs and then we'll talk about the freaking dialysis dog that died and then move on to people let's just crank things up a notch <laughs> you know what let's next up on the list hiroshima and nagasaki um <laughs> no let's let's take a quick break and i'll come back i want to talk to you about um uh homeownership and uh whiny millennials and gen zers because it's getting it's getting on my nerves uh the the junk that i keep hearing anyways we'll be right back after a message from our sponsor and we're back mine's fiber optic Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Out you, in the middle of the I know, in the middle of the We're talking about internet on the break. Here in town. Yeah, you... They're having a hard time... Getting fiber. Getting fiber to places. I think what it is, is in my area, is it didn't have any, really, any internet before. So, when a when an internet provider came in, this was in recent times. That's a really good coffee. The, yeah, the, me- the mocha one? That's good. I love them. <clears throat> I love Black Rifle Coffee. It's a good, good company, good coffee. My new uh, drink that I drink whenever I'm driving Uber. Mm-hmm. It used to be when I drive Uber uh, that Monster had these glass bottle coffees. That was a long time ago. It was, but I drink those like crazy whenever I was driving driving Uber. At least one a night, sometimes two a night, which was stupid. Yeah, uh, but now. My new drink of choice is the Black Rifle coffees, and I usually drink one yeah. of those a night. Well, the nice thing about these is they don't have as much they don't have as much sugar as Monster. It's not like it's not low in sugar. This one still has twenty three grams, which is a decent amount of sugar. But um, I want to say Monsters have like sixty grams of sugar or something like that. It wouldn't surprise me. I can't remember. And also, they have a whole bunch of other garbage in it. This is just, you know, straight, coffee. Straight heaven. It's basically coffee. That's all it is. Ingredients. Colombian brewed coffee, filtered water, and coffee. I like how they had to break down what coffee was for us in the ingredients. <laughs> Low-fat milk, non-fat ultra-filtered milk, sugar, maltodextrin, chicory root fiber, cellulose gel, cocoa processed with alkali, sodium hydroxide, cellulose gum, caffeine, anhydrous, Carrageenan, ascorbic acid, vitamin E, dialpha, taco, feral, tocopherol, vitamin A, palmit. So you know, there's some you know stuff in there. Some but other weird junk. <clears throat> and monster then there's milk. Though, so monster though, if you look at their ingredients, oh, no it, wonder your your bowels are going to be moving. Yeah, it contains milk. Oh yeah, it does. <clears throat> the uh, Mass lactose intolerant. I am. He told me this years ago whenever yeah. we were working in a bathroom together peeling wallpaper. Yeah. And his farts were peeling the wallpaper. We, it was back back in the day when the only like a cold brew or cold like drinks you could buy, coffee drinks, were those Frappuccinos. Starbucks Frappuccinos. And he bought the largest one possible. Yeah. <clears throat> and those things have a lot of milk in them. A lot of milk. We found out that. <laughs> After you blew up that bathroom while we were trying to be in there together. Hey, see, I didn't know that you and I were going to be working in like a, a 10 by 10 area all day. Was it 10 by 10? I don't think it was that big. <laughs> it might not have even been that big. It was a tiny half bathroom. We both barely fit in there. <clears throat> we got to get that wallpaper off the walls, yeah. guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways. That was uh, Joe. 
what was I going to talk about? Oh yeah, so home ownership, right? Sure. Have you have you noticed this thing online amongst like Gen Zers and millennials um, complain about like they act like home ownership is this in, impossible to attain thing? Have you no. seen this? No. It's commonly like it, the people will like say. <clears throat> you'll see like a tweet like baby boomers are complaining or boomers are complaining about millennials, you know, messing up the, you know, messing things up or whatever. And then millennials, you know, are like, oh, yeah, but baby boomers, you know, ruined the economy and has made it impossible. Like back, you know, or, or they'll like make fun of boomers and say, well, why don't you just like buy a home? And I was like, well, if I, I would buy a home, if it was like whenever you were able to, and you could buy a home with like a, 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 a belt buckle and, two buttons or whatever and now it's impossible for us to own homes and whatever i don't understand this <clears throat> you and i are both millennials i know and you and i both owned uh, i don't right now but i made six sixty like sixty four thousand sixty four sixty five thousand yeah if i didn't have I, if i had not have uh taken a loan on my uh windows then it wouldn't wouldn't have been as much yeah but no the um um, you're, uh, I was 21 when I bought my first house. So like, I don't understand this, this impossible feat. Like people, I was 29. Like, yeah. People act like it's like, you know, hard to do to oh. buy a home. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculously hard. The reality <laughs> is, the reality is, this is what I'm trying to figure out. So have you not seen that, like, have you not seen, like, people complain about it on, like, uh, you know, or they'll make, you know, make snarky comments in, like, a Reddit, um, subreddit or something like that. Or they'll, or they'll be, like, these memes uh, talking about how boomers ruined the economy or millennials and Gen Zers or will never be able to be homeowners or whatever because <clears throat> it's so hard. Well, I was actually kind of hoping my brother would be here because he'll often parrot this dumb nonsense. And I'll remind him that 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 it's not difficult, it's not impossible to get a home. He's like, well, I can't get it. And you're like, I'm like, well, you kind of ruined your credit. And like, it's your fault. Um, yeah. <clears throat> like, homes, yes. In fact, I think a comment was made in um, uh, in an earlier podcast with Brandon. And I think we discussed it. When he said, you know, back in 1965, you could buy a house for like 20 grand or something like that. And I said, yeah, but also in 1965, like the average annual income was $5,000 a year. <clears throat> what was the amount he said? 20 grand. You, you know how big, big that house is going to be? I mean, it's not going to be big. Less than a thousand square foot. Yeah, homes are bigger now. Things cost more. Yes, there's inflation, but <clears throat> you know, back in 1965, people were buying like two and three bedroom, like three bedroom house was kind of a big house. And now it's you know, if you have a three bedroom house, you kind of have a small house, and and it's all about you know four bedrooms with vaulted ceilings and you know wide open spaces and floor plans. You get a ton of wasted space. I mean, you get people with like a thousand square foot kitchens. You know, yeah, no uh, kidding. So. Uh, when Rachel and I are looking, because we're, we're obviously we're looking for a house right now, uh, uh -huh. she wants a house that is uh, um, four beds, two baths, three baths, whichever. Um, she wants space, uh, much more space than what we had with the last house. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, I mean, if that's what we want, then, then okay, that's all right. We just got to be able to afford it. And I think a lot of times with the millennials, 
we can't afford it. It's because they're, they're wanting the same house that their mom and dad has. They're wanting the same house that maybe a little bit lower in value than what their mom and dad has. Yeah. They're, they're wanting to start out in the same area that their mom and dad are, and it doesn't work that way. Yeah, well, also... Their mom and dad didn't start there. They started at a lower-valued house. Yeah. Well, and also, which actually, I, I, I regressed. I, like, I went in the opposite direction. I started, my first house was a $200,000 home. <laughs> and then my second house was a $77,000 home. So I went in the opposite direction. But my second home is bigger than my first house was, has more land than my first house. But also the first house I bought was in Stafford County, Virginia, which at the time, the annual, the, the average household income was ninety grand a year. Which actually now it's risen, I think, to like one twenty grand a year, um, versus you know, McIntosh County, which I'm pretty sure the average household income is like forty two thousand dollars a year. So, um, no, the uh, it it doesn't. I don't get the sentiment, and and it, and I almost feel like am I like that old fart sitting on the you know sitting you know yelling get sitting off my lawn. Yeah, telling telling kids get off my lawn or something like that. Whenever I'm like hearing like, why are you complaining about? It's not. I I don't think it's impossible for kids these days to go and buy a house at the age of like twenty something. You know, in your twenties, it's not impossible at all. Now, there is a difference. There is something different though. That I will say is that millennials are the most educated generation in um, in American history. Like, a higher percentage of millennials have college degrees than any other generation in the history of America. Um, yeah, I can see that. And with that they comes a lot of... do with them. With that but. comes a lot of student loan debt. <clears throat> yeah, so, that's true. I don't know if it's a direct correlation or if correlation equals causation. I don't know if it has anything to do with homeownership rates amongst millennials, that more of them are laden with student loan debts. Um, or more of them have went to college and because they went to college, they, you know, they, they feel the need to like go, you know, chase a particular career or something like that. And it, and it causes them to travel or maybe they get a, they get a degree and then they're, they're kind of locked into a specific career path. And then because of that, they don't make enough money to feel that they are comfortable enough to buy a house. But that's, that still to me sounds like a load of hot garbage because there are places in this country where you could buy a home that you can live in for like 20-something thousand dollars. And I'm not kidding whenever I say that. Like, there are $20,000 homes out there. But those $20,000 homes, are you, when you're laying in bed, <clears throat> can you see the stars? Um, no. <laughs> you can't. They, there's, there's... Uh, so, um... Okay, this, these $20,000 homes, are you uh, across the street from somebody that's going to possibly shoot up your house? No, no, I'm talking like, um, there's like, I found a, I found a house, it's not a big house, um, I found a house, um, that was like 20-something thousand in the Eufaula area, it was tiny, though. I mean, it was like small, small, it's not size enough for a family, but a single person, or maybe a young married couple, could buy it, do a little bit of work to it, go ahead and flip it and sell it and make a little bit of money, now you got your down payment necessary for a bigger house. Um, I, I don't, I think, I think there was a, a three bedroom, two bath that, um, a lakefront three bedroom, two bath that my wife found not that long ago, like a day or two ago for $45,000 in my area. 
So what I'm saying is, is like, and some people say, well, you just can't do, you can't buy that in Los Angeles County. Well, move out of Los Angeles County, you know? Yeah. Um, or 1,200 square foot (coughs) in a very expensive county is going to be really stupid expensive. Yeah. Like Aaron sent me a house, um, or no, it wasn't a house. It was a condo. 1,200 square foot, $400,000. 400, actually, I think it was $495,000. I'm looking at it and going, that ain't worth $495,000. What is this person thinking? Well, yeah, and that's um, that's what, like... But that's D.C. area. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Oh, and I, and I can't I get, wrap my mind around that. I get that not everybody could say, oh, I'll just move to Oklahoma or something like that, but... I definitely don't want them to move to no, Oklahoma. No, I don't. Stay stay, stay, stay where away. you are. <laughs> stay away. Get out of, go to Texas. I hear it's better. Um, <laughs> no, the, no uh, don't go to Texas either, because then they <clears throat> liberally wash our, uh, our conservative state, the, the two conservative states down. Yeah, well, I guess that's true. Uh, but I, I hear know. Florida's pretty conservative now, too. Yeah. Did you hear that uh, Ron DeSantis, uh, the the governor down there, opened the ports or said, hey, I don't know why uh, everybody's whining about the ports over in California. Our ports are wide open over here. Same with uh, Governor <laughs> uh, Abbott. Um, trying to find this house. My wife's, Maybe my wife didn't send it to me. Maybe she just found it. She saw it on Facebook. <clears throat> um no, I mean, my, I guess my point is... You can like, buy a house on Facebook Marketplace? You can, apparently, these <laughs> days. It's actually a tempting thing. I was like, well, $45,000. That could make for a pretty nice little Airbnb or something. But the thing is, yes, okay, so maybe you can't buy a house for, like, the cheapest house you can buy in Washington, D.C. is going to be, like, $200,000, and it's going to be a studio apartment. <clears throat> okay. So expand your search area. I mean, literally everywhere. I'm telling you, every place in this country has a adjacent area to it that has cheap houses. Every place. Yeah, it's called the hood. Every place. Well, you know, you have to go just go into a rural area. Literally, if you just if you are willing to say, okay, you know what, um, you know, if you're so the, what it is, and I'll tell you this, what it is, is it's not that millennials and Gen Zers can't get homes, is they're not willing to get homes. They're not willing to sacrifice to buy a home. No, it's uh, they want a house handed to them, basically. It's not even as bad as uh Dave Ramsey says, Oh, you gotta be on beans and rice, beans and rice, just so that you can get uh, save and get to that point. No. My wife and I never did the beans and rice thing. Yeah, I mean... Partially because that does not sound filling. I mean, beans are pretty good. They're pretty filling. Yeah, chili. Well, no, no, no. See, beans, for me, is a bad deal. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, Dave Ramsey didn't say it wouldn't be a smelly house. <laughs> I mean, but smell doesn't cost you money. <laughs> but if I was eating beans and rice, I think my wife would have left me. See, Dave Rams is trying to save you money. That's all. <laughs> now you don't have to buy as big of a house. <laughs> this is only one of you. <laughs> See, the thing is, I'm not sleeping with Dave Ramsey. You <laughs> uh, should be. He's really rich. <clears throat> <laughs> so it's uh, funny you say that. It's 
yesterday I was I was watching a video and this guy says, uh, he's doing a survey. He's like, to to a bunch of dudes. He's like, so uh, would you uh, suck dick for a million dollars? Dude's like, Psh, no. He bumps up the the amount to two billion dollars. The guy goes, dude, I'm gonna suck the out of that. <laughs> and all of his buddies just rip start ripping on him, and he's like. Hey, see, it's two billion dollars. See, I don't know why two billion dollars is that. That's where that's where his threshold is. <coughs> I bet he could have got. I bet he could have got him at a lower amount. I bet if he said a hundred million, he'd have been like, sure. <laughs> it's a temp. It's tempting at a million, honestly. <laughs> I mean, think about it. <coughs> you could. You could. You could be financially set for the rest of your life. Some mm. a couple wise investments into some <laughs> dividend accounts, and you could live off the dividends mm. for the rest of your life. <laughs> I mean, it's just. <clears throat> I mean, think about it. You know, it's just like one bad like five minutes of your life, or twenty minutes, or whatever. <clears throat> I don't know how long it might would take. <laughs> Depends on how good you are at it. You know. So realistically, it'd behoove you to be really good at it. You know, just do it with some enthusiasm so you get it over with faster. And now you have a million dollars. I mean, if it were that easy to get a million dollars, we'd have a lot of millionaires. There'd be a lot of heterosexual men with a million dollars in their <laughs> bank account. I'm telling you right now. Where did you get that money? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. A million dollars can buy you a lot of therapy. I think there's a comedian that said something like that. <laughs> There's a comedian that says something like that. Like it, it, someone said, "Oh, it would, me- it, you know, it might mess you up or whatever." And, and the comedian says, "Like that's a, like I, I could I can afford therapy after." So. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm just saying, if 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 anyone were to be honest with themselves, I think therapists would start raising their price if uh, <clears throat> all of a sudden there's no, a lot so, of guys coming <clears throat> in. Yeah, so there's there's just <laughs> there's a surge of guys coming there's in. There's just a surge of re- wealthy. There's just a surge of millionaires, newly minted millionaires coming in with uh, <laughs> with uh, with trauma issues. Now, think of it, if everyone, if, if more people were honest with themselves, they would that number would get a whole lot smaller. If and I'm telling you this, like if someone came up with a briefcase full of cash and said, "Here's a million dollars," I don't know how much I would hesitate. I think I would have to hesitate a little bit theatrically just to make it look like, you know, I was like, oh, I don't know. I might have to hold back some enthusiasm is all I'm saying. <laughs> and I, I am by no stretch of the imagination gay, but a million dollars is a lot of money. That's all I'm saying. You know. I'm just going to uh, hold that on GameStop. <laughs> yeah, just... Uh, yeah. I mean, GameStop's, you know, seems like a pretty sure bet, but I mean, when there's a million dollars right there on the table, I don't know. Buy a lot more GameStop. (laughs) Yeah, you could. Where'd you get that GameStop? (laughs) The money to buy all that GameStop, you don't want to (laughs) know. I'm not talking about it. No, I'm not talking about it. The only person I'm talking to is my therapist about this. (laughs) Not even my wife. So... um, I'm not even 100% certain my wife would be mad at me. Like I, I'm sure she'd be like, well, you know, you, you, you got to do, 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 do what you got to do. She'd be like, you've, you know, you've, you've always taken care of the family, so, you know, sacrifices were made. Um, <laughs> anyways, what I'm saying is with children these days, the Gen Zers, the millennials, our generation even, you know, the, there is this 
you know, there is this thought that it is like that how homeownership is some unattainable thing. And they're like, oh, well, you know, you could, you know, back in the 90s or whatever, you know, uh, Gen X and baby boomers and whatever, they could buy homes for $30,000, which is true. My dad did buy a house in 1994 for $30,000. But do you know what? My dad also only made like $4.75 an hour. So. Has your dad paid his house like <clears throat> Actually, I think it's like three years away from it. It was ninety, yeah, ninety four. So he pays it off twenty twenty four. He should so have in paid that it. Ca- in that case, he's basically paying <coughs> only the payment. Yeah, not, he, a, not any. Extra. Yeah, he only owes like four thousand dollars on his so house. He probably he, could have paid that off multiple times now. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I don't understand. He's never refinanced his house either. Like it's just same old six percent interest rate or whatever that he got back yeah back in the 90s like you know the high fives and six percent was like a low interest rate um back then so yeah i know it's funny because he he owes more on his or he owes more on his car than he does on his house his interest rate's probably really good on the car yeah he has i think he has a better interest rate on his car than he does on his house he actually, uh, his mortgage payment has been like 200 bucks a month. And people will say, oh, well, you know, you could buy a house for that cheap or whatever. Well, he bought a condo, and it was a starter home, honestly. And you know what's funny is, you look in the neighborhood, his neighborhood is mostly rentals now. Like, he's one of the very few homeowners that remain there because everyone that bought houses at the time, whenever he did, they all moved out and rented their houses out or sold them, and then they became investment properties. They weren't, they weren't meant to be... Like, you, you you don't buy these homes and, like, think of them as a forever home. Like, And here's the thing is, too, Gen Zers and, and millennials that are complaining and pissing and moaning about not being able to buy a house, they will also never be able to retire if they keep thinking that they're never going to be able to buy a house and they don't buy their first house till they're 40. Because then they either have to aggressively pay off that loan or they'll be owing on their mortgage till they're 70. And let me tell you this, it is near impossible to retire when you have a mortgage payment. It, it is not an easy feat. <clears throat> you either have to have invested really wisely into some really good Roth IRAs and 401ks and whatnots and have a big old, you know, big old uh, retirement check coming your way, or you have to work at a place that has a really good pension if you want to try and afford a mortgage at the same time as being retired. Not to mention, when you're retired, guess what? Your medical bills cost more because you're old and falling apart. So I, uh, <clears throat> when we went to Dallas a couple weekends ago, uh, I'm sitting in this Uber, and this guy's taking us back to our, our uh, Airbnb and <clears throat> just chatting with him, uh, asking him what he did for a living. And he goes, well, I'm retired. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, he goes, yeah, I retired from uh, being a electrical engineer. Wow, that, that's that's pretty cool. I was like, being retired, yeah. though, I, I bet you, or I, I was like, uh, Sounds like a pretty good gig. He goes, nope, not really. <clears throat> so either he hates being retired, or being retired, he didn't rack up enough money. And Which I'm going, and this dude's 65, 70 years old. Yeah. Going, you obviously either didn't plan. Well, <clears throat> I mean, a lot of people don't think, like, it always, it boggles my mind. You know, I'll see, um, so like Smith, his in-laws, they're uh, approaching 60 or right at, they're either late, late, late 50s or early 60s. They just bought a new home. They moved from uh, Virginia to Florida 
And they oh, just, I thought you were going to say they moved <clears> to Altus. <throat> no, they moved to they moved to Florida. That would have been wise of them to move to Altus because if they moved to Altus, they could have sold their house the the house that they sold in Virginia that they paid two hundred thousand for back a long time ago. They sold for like five hundred thousand dollars. <clears throat> oh, then they could have uh, moved to Altus, uh, bought like three homes. Yeah, comfortably cash. Uh, they could have. But instead, they moved to uh, Florida and paid like $650,000 for their new home. And then they could have rented out the homes there. I know. And then they could have traveled. <clears throat> yeah. And the crazy thing is, he wasn't like tied to a specific spot, like to Florida. Well, if he's retired, no. He's not retired. That's the thing. But he works from home. So like his work all, his, his work mostly could have been, he sort of was partially work from home before the pandemic but then his 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 office he's he does like it stuff or something like that i'll tell you what by the time i turn 60 i want to be done working oh yeah i want to be done working i don't want to have to work by the time i'm 45 which seems like an outlandish thought but it's not an impossible feat to that do. does seem like a seriously outlandish thought it's not impossible no it, it doesn't have to be but the only when way GameStop that, goes, yeah. Then we don't have to. Well, see, I don't. Even, you like you just. It doesn't even have to. I just. You I, know. I like saying that. Yeah, uh. it, because it could just be. It, it could just be that all you need, you know, is <coughs> wise, like just wise spending and wise spending, wise investments. Yeah, and um, just a little bit of extra work now. And, and so I'm you telling you, have to do it if you buy road. a house whenever you're like 20-something, you can have it paid off by the time you're like approaching your 50s. And in fact, you're in a position where there's a high probability that you'll, you'll have no mortgage by the time you're like 40. Possibly, it, it's yeah. a possibility, depending upon what you find and how the market goes, because because of the sale of your other house, you've got a lot of cash you could put down on this on this new house that might make it to where your mortgage is pretty negligible to the point where you could... You well, could financially be able to retire at 45 i'm also because i've got that cash from my house i've been using some of it to uh reinvest and just so that way it's not just sitting yeah, there, just doing, sitting there nothing. doing nothing yeah uh, i mean sitting in the savings account uh with chase it only gets 10 cents a um I think ten cents a quarter or something like that. Yeah, that's nuts. <laughs> Savings accounts are garbage. Seventy-four thousand dollars, and I get ten cents. Yee. Yeah, this is not financial advice, but savings accounts are worthless, and no one should ever have a savings account. In fact, it's my savings account is just costing me money. I just have to go into the bank and close it. Mine's costing me money because I pulled all my money out of it, and has started to just invest it anyways instead of just keeping it. Because a savings account, the only benefit of that to a brokerage account is that a savings account slightly more liquid, but it's not even that much more liquid because you're oh. limited to six transactions a month out of that savings account before they so start I charging can, you. I can take as much, uh, as many transactions as I want as long as the account stays above 15000 Oh, okay. Yeah. So. Well, I, and I've got 75000 in there uh, from my house. Savings accounts are a but, scam. That's exact, and that what they're doing with that seventy-five thousand, they're investing, they're it. reinvesting that they're, multiple times over yeah, every yeah. day. Where do you think banks will get money for car loans and mortgages and stuff? Mm-hmm. You know, the the banks, it's not their money. No, it's my money. They incentivize it's they incentivize money. people to keep large accounts, you know, large amounts in their savings account, and then they pay out like nothing on the interest. <clears throat> they're it's pointless accounts, and um, they're not they're not worth. If you're gonna have 
if you're going to save money anywhere, you should just save it into uh, an investment. If you're not like real keen on investing in individual stocks, you can always invest in mutual funds or ETFs or something like that, or put it into a retirement account. It, it makes no sense to put it into a savings account. But I'm telling you, like, it's not an impossible feat for kids. And I say kids, I mean people in their early 20s to buy a house. And it's wise to buy a house, even if it's a crappy house. You get a house, you get going with some sort of real estate investment. By the time you're ready to move on to another house, you'll probably have a substantial amount of equity in this house that you can then sell, put down on the next house. Because the plan is, the reality is, like you need to be mortgage-free by the time you're 50, realistically, if you want to have... What's funny is <clears throat> there's a... Uh author that i have been listening to uh grant cardone mm-hmm. and his thought is that uh, buying a house is uh everybody says that it's a wise investment and he goes who says that it's not it's not uh millionaires and billionaires that are saying that it's bankers that are saying it is and he, he goes, just because someone says it doesn't mean it's actually true. Mm-hmm. I don't know for a fact that houses are a wise investment, but I can tell you, I don't want to be paying rent to somebody yeah. when this I can be putting money in basically a savings account on that house. Yeah, regardless of how the value of your house <coughs> is, like you're basically buying yourself a fixed rate that you'll be paying for because rent can go up. And exactly. you know, and you don't want to be subject. Well, it's like it's like Robbie Emmons. Um, he just got a notice that his rent <clears throat> is going up two hundred dollars. My brother's is going up three hundred dollars, and at the end of his lease. Yeah, and Robbie's the end of Robbie's lease is uh, in December, and so he's moving out. Mm-hmm. And so it just it's funny to me. <clears throat> That's where where this author that I was reading, he says. That houses aren't a wise investment. Well, I don't know. I think they are because yeah. it's basically a free bank account that yeah. you get to. You do have to pay interest on on the loan, but once you pay that loan off, that house is worth two hundred thousand or whatever it is. Yeah, it's a, an investment. Once you die, where does that two hundred thousand dollars go? It goes to your kids. Yeah, or that that house goes to your kids. So I see where. Having a house is a good investment. Real estate is really the only the only way. Like it's not it, real estate's from what I understand, and this guy's a real estate guy, said <clears throat> that real estate's the best investment you can make. Yeah. Real estate is the only like there's many ways to create a uh, to create generational wealth, but all of those almost all of those ways include owning real estate. Like it's one of the easiest ways to create generational wealth, something that can be passed on to family and to the kids. And guess what thing is about like property, even if there's nothing on it, just a piece of land. They don't make any more of it until we start colonizing Mars. There's a limited supply of land. Well, they are making more. Uh, <clears throat> there's places where they pick up dirt. And bring it out to the ocean and make an island. Oh yeah, we actually did that plastic island floating in the uh, in the um, in the Pacific somewhere. A plastic island. Yeah, there's an island of like there's there's so much trash, and it's been and it's like been pushed together by the currents, and so there's like this island of floating plastic that's like miles wide. It's insane, the size of it. Like it's it's it exists. It's just floating out there in the Pacific, and. Uh, 
no one could figure anything out what to do with it. And this 19-year-old kid actually came up with like a robot that goes in there and like kind of skims it up. And apparently it's like working. And uh, he's probably going to be like a super rich kid in the in the not so distant. He'll be able to buy a house. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> this idea is, um, uh, but it, it is it it's something that makes sense. Like I forget who said it, but there's a quote that says, "You know, the best time to invest it was you know is twenty years ago. The second best time to invest is now." Oh yeah, meaning like. No matter what investment you make, if it's for the long term, it's going to eventually pay off and be worth it. The same with same goes for real estate. And the reality is, is instead of pissing and moaning and complaining, these Gen Zers and millennials, you ought to just start looking at the potential to possibly buy a house. I kind of wish when we were in high school, <clears throat> all the jobs that you and I had, I kind of wish I had saved some of the, some of that money. Oh yeah, rather than paintballing. Yeah, me too. <laughs> pissing it away in paintball. <laughs> yeah, but. Paintball was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, and I, you know, I don't know. I wonder, you know, would, would that have, could that have been I worth mean, Back it? then, Bitcoin wasn't even around. No. $63,000 a coin now. Yeah. Yeah. That's some serious cash. <sighs> yeah, back then. I mean, if we would have taken like, you know, if you take like $1,000 and just invested it in something, it would be worth far more now. You know, than than what what that thousand dollars could have. I mean, I I guarantee I spent more than a thousand dollars over the course of the time that we played paintball. I mean, half the time, you know, paint, freaking paintball guns at that time were like four or five hundred bucks or something like that for a nice one. Yep. So yeah, it, I think. I don't understand the sentiment. I don't understand why people are whining and complaining, why people talk about this. And, and the, I think maybe it might be only people like who are living in these heavily urbanized areas where like it is very expensive to buy a house. <clears throat> but just look a little, expand your search area. Get a house and stop whining about it. That's all I'm saying. 100%. All right. Until the next time, we will talk to you all later. Um, we will be back most likely next week. <laughs>